Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Coach, I'd like to talk about, if you will, the offensive line, especially in that second half, and in particular, the rookie, Joshua Azidio, who looked like he might have had some issues going on in the first half, but the second half was throwing a lot of key blocks. Why? What did you see in his offensive line in the second half? They seemed to really elevate their game. Yeah, uh, those guys Those guys played, I'd say they played smart and they played tough. It wasn't always perfect. Um, there's plays that we'd like to have back. I'm sure not just that that position, really every position, but um, they they communicated well. They they went against a good front. Um, that's front that front's been good for a long time. And you know, anytime you're you're playing with young guys that look, they've played football their entire life, but this this regular season, the, the speed's a little bit different. The competition's a little bit different. Sometimes that takes uh, some time to get used to. Not just from in in game, not just in the first half to the second half, but really from game to game. So um, I think Josh did some good things, um, and just we're looking for him to to keep improving, and uh, he'll keep getting opportunities to do that. Um, but he's got the right mindset to to work, and he's got good people that are around him um, up front, veteran wise. Thank you. Justin Walters. Hey, Coach. Your dance moves have been making its rounds around the internet. I was wondering, A, what song was playing, and B, how good was that just for you to celebrate with your guys in that moment? Um, yeah, it was a biggie song. And, yeah, I mean, these it was a good win. These guys worked hard. You know, they were, they were pretty high. They were dancing before I got in there, so... Um, I don't know if it, I was really dancing very much, or you want to call it that, but uh, it's good to it's good to celebrate with your guys. Um, they put a lot of work, and again, credit to to the players that are out there playing, and you know they had a lot of juice, you know, after that game, and and rightfully so. You know, they played a they played a tough sixty minute game, and you know had some good plays and had some bad plays that you had to bounce back from, and. Um, you know, just they brought me in the circle there, so I just, uh, yeah, I don't think I'd call it dancing though. Thank you. Yep, you got it. Ryan Dunleavy. Hey, Dave's. Hey, uh, good. How are you? Good. I, two for you. Sure. First on the first one kind of goes with Chris's first question on the offensive line, but more about Saquon. Uh, Brian, what is it about 
this scheme that you and Mike have created that really fits his skill set? Because it seemed like, I'm not being exaggerating here, it seemed like he had more open space around him yesterday than he had maybe all last season combined. So what is it about the way you guys have designed this that fits his skill set? Uh, well, he's a, he's a really good player, Ryan. Um, I've said that since I've got here and, and watched him you know, take care of his business both on and off the field. And, you know, I don't think there's many runs that you, you know, he looks good in a lot of different runs. Um, and our job up front and on a perimeter is to get a hat on these guys. It, it doesn't have to be, you know, for a sustained amount of time usually because he is quick and explosive through the hole. Um, but he, he ran hard like he has all camp. Um, you know, I, again, Mike and Bobby, Tony Sperano, Bish, uh, DeAndre Smith, those guys work hard in, in trying to come up and develop a, a run scheme uh, each week. Um, and that's different uh, week to week based on who we play and, and matchups, and that's what it needs to be. And Saquon just has to trust the, trust the blocking and, you know, and run the way he knows how to run. And then the, I don't know if in all the craziness of the way the game ended, we've given enough credit to the defense and especially the run defense and the way that you guys held Derrick Henry to, I think it was 82 yards, four yards a carry with a lot of guys, not a lot of, you know, guys who are uh, pro bowlers on their resume on this defense. What about the job your defense did in kind of stepping up to that challenge? Yeah, I think they, they did a good job. Um, it was, we, there was times we played good complementary football, and there was times where, you know, one side kind of bailed out the other side or in the kicking game. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to improve on, trust me. Uh, you know, we we working through that process right now and earlier today. Um, but I thought, you know, obviously part of the plan was to go in there and, and to try to eliminate the big, big runs. You know, the, the runs that, you know, I thought what the defense did is they did a really good job of, of stopping the run against a very talented player and good scheme. And then, you know, we, we were hit on a couple of those play-action passes, but there weren't any that went 60, 70 over our head, easy ones. They got to line up and play again. And, you know, those were two of the keys to the game is, you know, don't lose your mind on some of those intermediate passes. Just make sure you tackle them well. Because uh, in years past, sometimes that breaks a, a 20-yard crosser, breaks for 60, or a run by Henry breaks, you know, out for 50. I mean, he had a couple of them, but we we ended up, you know, managing to, you know, not give him those 60-yarders. So uh, they played well. You know, the two of the biggest plays of the game were those third down stops, uh, those third and shorts on the, on a wildcat and on that sweep, um, where they were, you know, pretty good heads-up plays by our defense. Um, that gave her a chance to get the ball back. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." 
Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Dan Duggan. Hey, Brian. I got uh, two for you. Um, cool. I'll dig a little deeper on the conversion. Obviously, you know, the guts of it's got a lot of attention. I'm curious, though, did, like, analytics play any uh, factor in deciding to go for that? And the fact that you have three timeouts, did that make you more inclined to go for it? Because if you don't get it, you at least have a chance to get the ball back. Well, I think it always analytics always plays a role in key decision makings. Um, you usually, I know what we do is we talk about that during the week, and uh, myself and, and Ty and Cade, and two of the guys that you know run that department on game day uh, with myself, and we go through tons of different situations. Dan, with different, you know, I mean, there was times on fourth down where you know, I was deciding whether or not to go for it and just thought at that point in the game, regardless of, of what it said, it was the wise thing to punt and just felt comfortable. We had conversation with it um, when our defense stopped them, and um, I just felt that the momentum of the game and, and how we were playing in the second half, and if we if we got down there to score again, uh, we were going to do that uh, regardless. But you certainly take into factors, you know, the three timeouts. We would have we'd had an onside kick it if we didn't get it, and burn the three timeouts and then have a really long field. But there's those are conversations that are happening during timeouts or in between series. Um, but I lean heavily on those guys. Uh, you know, one of them went to Cornell, another one went to Harvard. So uh, they're pretty good guys to have. And then I want to just follow up on Kadarius. Cause you mentioned something about there's only certain packages that that's why he played, you know, only the seven snaps. So the question I have is, is there like a limited knowledge of playbook with him that you can't put him out there for 75% of the snaps like some of the other receivers? Or how does that disconnect happen with one of your more talented guys? Well, Kadarius is working his way back. Um, those were the plays that, I mean, we had more than just seven plays for him, but they weren't called. Um, and we'll see what happens this week. Um, the guys that were out there, uh, we had confidence in. We have confidence in Kadarius. I think, again, I've mentioned this before, I don't know, a couple weeks ago with our receiver position. It's a competitive situation. Um, and it will be evaluated on a week-to-week basis. So relative to inactives or playtime or amount of plays, uh, everybody's got to earn their role. Um, one week it might be a whole game. One week it might be less. But, you know, Kadarius has, has done a, a good job of, of learning our stuff. There's, you know, I have no concerns about him knowing our, our information. Paul Schwartz. Hey, Brian. Hey, Paul. Hey, um, if that field goal goes through, right, which obviously it could have, is your job harder or easier um, last night and today? If they make the field goal? Yeah, if they make the field, you know, I mean, it's the same game and they, they make the field goal and, and yeah. you lose, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought about that one, Paul. We've we, It didn't, so um, I, I'll try to answer your question. Yeah, certainly it's, you know, Again, you want to try to go out there and give yourself a chance to win, but uh, the decision to, to go for two um, with a loss, you know, I would I would feel the same way about it today as I did yesterday. Um, you know, the guys 
fought it out. They did a great job. And, you know, that's a decision we felt right was at that particular time. I still feel it's the right thing to do. Uh, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty in this business. Unfortunately, the field goal was missed. Let me, let me phrase it another way. Sure. Maybe a better way. Um, um, you have to correct things no matter what today, right? With, yeah. You know, no matter what, right? Yeah, and, and, a good and amount so, of it today we had to correct, yeah. And, and, and is it healthier to correct coming off a, a rousing win or a debilitating loss? Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Um, again, what I try to do is be as consistent as I can be for the coaching staff and have the coaches be as consistent as they can for the players. And then the players be as consistent as they can for one another. So uh, regardless of the outcome of the game, you're always coaching the things you need to coach. And, you know, when you win, it's, you know, the players, you have their ear a little bit more um, because they're they're happy that, you know, they won the game and they should be. Uh, But at the same time, you know what I told him today is if if it if it didn't go through I don't want you guys coming in with your heads held hot you know put them down to the ground you competed hard for 60 minutes um, you know things didn't always go the way we wanted them to go but I respect the way you competed uh, the resiliency you showed and you know that's the what we need every week uh, and we have to be consistent with that regardless of the outcome but certainly it's you know when you win you, there's a little bit more juice yep yeah thank you yep. We have time for four more. Jordan Renan. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, Coach. Hey, Brian. How are we doing? Good, Jordan. How are you? Yeah, I was wondering if you guys had any update on Wandale at this point. Yeah, it's a knee. Um, he's day-to-day. So you escaped any possible like long-term thing with him? Day-to-day right now. Okay. Uh, and for you, like when you went back and watched the tape, what uh, what stood out to you in a positive way? And, and what do you see now when you look at the team and you saw it in a game as sort of the identity of this team? Well, I think we're still forming that identity. Uh, but they showed really good competitive spirit and they showed good resiliency throughout the game when things weren't going you know, the exact way we want them to go. They played for 60 minutes. Uh, they competed right to the end. And I appreciate this about the guys in the locker room. Is And that's what they've done um, since they've been here. I know it's not a game, but in everything, weight compet- weights competitions, running, practices, two-minute drills, good-on-good stuff. Um, you know, they're competing their tails off, and I, I really appreciate about them. And, and they really worked hard during the week. Um, and that's why, you know, after a, a satisfying victory, you know, you, you tip your hat to those guys and you, you appreciate the hard work and the effort that they put in. But I told them today our gas tank is empty right now. Um, you know, we've got to fill that up today all the way through the week, and then we're going to have to empty it again uh, against a good opponent on Sunday. 
Did I, did I, was there anything else or no? No, that was it. I okay. mean, I was just kind of talking about the product on the field. Like, the you know, like, do you view almost, do you view yourself as a team that's going to be a, a sort of, I mean, I guess in today's NFL, it's all relative, but a run, a more run heavy team or anything like that? No, I, again, for us, it's, it's week to week. It's obviously what are our strengths? What are the defensive strengths? Uh, and again, you adjust throughout the game too. If if one side is, or if one area of your game is working a little bit better, but you, you have to uh, you have to be able to do both um, in today's game. And uh, you know, does one complement the other? I'm not sure. You know, there's games that I've been part of where we've run it a, a lot. There's games where we've thrown it a lot. I think that. You know, some of our fundamentals can improve, and and that's what we're going to need to do. Charlotte Carroll. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Good. Hi, Charlotte. How are you? Good. I'm just curious. I mean, we saw you right after last night. How the wind, sunk in, wind has sunk in for you and what the last 18 to 20 hours have been like for you? Uh, well, it was, it was, again, it was good to share that moment with the players. Um and then you're, you're on a flight home, you're watching the tape, um, finished watching it this morning. You know, there's not a lot of sleep when you have road games or later road games. And, you know, it's standard, standard operating procedure how, you know, what we've been doing up to this point is, you know, we've meeting as a staff for a few hours. I meet with Joe um, and we meet with the players. Then I do uh, this media session and then really get going on Carolina here. So, uh, again, pleased with the result, uh, but uh, proud of what they've done up to this point relative to getting ready for that game and uh, now turning the page as, as quick as we can um, to go against Carolina. Ed Valentine. Hey, Dave, how are you? Good, Ed, how are you? Good. Hey, I wanted to ask you about O'Shane Zimenez. He's a guy, things haven't always gone well for him here in his first three years, and I know you weren't here, but he had to really fight to make this roster. It came up big for you guys yesterday. Can you just talk about, you know, what he's done even to make this team and how he played yesterday? Yeah, well, he earned his spot. You know, he had a good camp. I know that I'd say Wink and Drew and the rest of the coaches have a lot of confidence in him uh, on defense. And, you know, when the other guys that we had at those spots couldn't play, there's, you know, like I said, the, the guys on the team are here for a reason. He's been a great teammate. Um, I think he's gotten better and better each day. I love his personality. Um, you know, he's a, he's a really good guy, and I think he's, he's improving every day as a player in our defense. And, you know, sometimes you just need a fresh start. And I think... Do you like the Gatorade bath? Yeah, you know, I didn't even... Uh, yeah, I I guess. I didn't even feel it. And I saw it, looked up at him. And, uh, yeah, that was a cool thing that he did. But, um, you know, sometimes you just need a fresh start. Um, and I think that we gave him a fresh start. And I think he made the most of it up to this point. Um, doesn't say a whole lot. Works really hard, I think. You know, he's taken to the coaching and glad he's on our team. Thanks. Yep. Last one here, Tom Canavan. Hey, Brian, I only have 75 questions. That's okay. Uh, Go ahead. 
Uh, first one's really quick. Sure. Uh, the missed extra point, was that a high snap or it was he low handled it? It was a low snap. Yeah, okay. it hit the ground and rolled under. Then Jamie made a nice play, at least saving the attempt to get it back. Okay. Second one is, have you got any texts today or phone calls or anything like that? And I'm kind of wondering, is it hard to keep your head the same size today after a win like that? Yeah, you know, after, again, don't take this the wrong way. I'm, I'm happy we won, uh, but it's one game. So if it was, you know, the other way around, it's one game. Um, and we got to get ready to go on to the next week. Um, it's the first week of the regular season, so we got a long way to go. You can you watch the tape. There's a lot of corrections that need to be made uh, this early part of the season, and you know we got to be on top of it. And that's the mindset that we need to take in terms of texts and phone calls. I've I've got you know my wife was in Nashville, um, and she was with five of the kids. One of them is at Penn State working on the coaching staff, uh, so he wasn't there. But our youngest birthday was the 10th, the day, the day before the game, and our 19-year-old's birthday is today. So she's calling me a lot, making sure I'm wishing happy birthdays. And, uh, but, yeah, I got a lot of friends you know, that I grew up with, uh, some family. But that's usually the way it is after most games. So you, you, get, you win, you get more texts, you lose, you don't get very many. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.